You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, my name's JC, and I'm your host for this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. And in this episode, I want to take you kind of behind the scenes and talk about how we curate different exhibits at the Science Center. Some of the exhibits we do purchase from retailers, but then also we do create some of the exhibits that we have as well. So some of these exhibits that we have purchased are like our Lightzilla, which is a really awesome. It's like a giant light bright, and we get to create different things on it. The imagination of our visitors is amazing. And then we also have the pinwall exhibit that we bought recently. That was really cool. We've also gotten our robotics exhibits when we first moved, and we also have have gotten the Pendelex exhibit, which is another recent er exhibit as well. So some of them we purchased, but then other ones we do create as well, which is like our bones exhibit that I'll talk a little bit about later. So some of the exhibits we also curate because we may purchase certain parts of it, but we are actually building things together to make a whole exhibit. So that's like our sea turtle conservation station and some other exhibits, but I will definitely talk about the sea turtle conservation station later as well. Now I also want to talk about how we update or change exhibits to sometimes make a better experience for our visitors or just to update it to be a little bit better. So two of those that I have recently seen be updated at the Science Center are the Sea Turtle Conservation Station. We added a sea turtle light portion of that exhibit so you can see what the different colored lights do and how they affect a sea turtle seeing. So that's really important because if you have white light out near the beaches, you're going to confuse them and they're going to be disoriented. They might not go out into the water, especially sea turtle babies that have just you know, hatch from their egg and such. And so it shows you that there are certain lights that are really great, such as the red lights. Orange lights are kind of okay, but they can still see them a little bit. And it has those little filters so that way you can see how the different lights are seen from a sea turtle's perspective. And so that was a really cool addition to that exhibit. You also can do things like measure a sea turtle and think about like how you would be able to help the conservation of the one based on some cards that we have. So that's pretty cool. And then we had a pavilion outside that just kind of had nothing in it and we brought it to life by adding the wild weave which is something that Harley specifically was working on and so the wild weave is just a weave a really big weave that you can add whatever you would like into it so we have some fake flowers we have some other things that you can add but then we also want you to kind of walk around the science center in the backyard and find something from nature to put in there too so there's also two chalkboards where you can draw nature on there as well but we we just added that to the pavilion so that way it's a cool exhibit and it's not just sitting there not being used. So sometimes we're able to update or change and add new exhibits to spaces that weren't necessarily being used for anything just yet. Since we're talking about exhibits, I definitely want to talk about the new space exhibits we got through funding from the Air Force Research Laboratory, or AFRL. We got quite a few really awesome new space exhibits, so I'm just going to briefly talk about a couple of them, but you should definitely check them out anytime that you can come into the museum, give us a visit, and they are all out on the floor in the main gallery room. So the first one is the Big Dipper. You can see the Big Dipper from the perspective of Earth. 
the rocket launch, you can learn about pressure and launch a small rocket. Different worlds, different weights, you get to compare gravity on different planets in our solar system using apples, actually, so that one's really fun. Space Colony, you get to build a space habitat using Legos. Steering with Thrust, this one I think is my favorite. Dock the Space Shuttle with the International Space Station using the air thrusters. So the Space Shuttle is actually on a gear and the gears have grooves on the outside and so you have two air thrusters like you would have on a Space Shuttle. There's two places where pressurized air comes out to kind of help you rotate the gear and so you're trying to get the Space Shuttle to be pointed straight at the Space Station and there's a little red light that pops up when it's correctly in position so that way it can dock on the space station. So that one is really cool. You also have pressure suit and this helps you understand the effects of air pressure on the human body. So another exhibit I mentioned earlier that we are creating is the bones exhibit. So it's almost finished thankfully. I'm so excited about that. But these are bones most of them specifically skulls that have been collected and they all have been humanely collected. Some are replicas, so they're not actually a skull of said animal, but they are a replica that looks exactly like it. So we have different animals, including mammals, birds, reptiles, and then we also have a shark jaw and two arachnid molts on display in this bones exhibit. So this is a really great way to learn about what the skeletons of different animals look like, especially when we have the arachnids on display. They have an exoskeleton, they don't have an endoskeleton, which is an inside skeleton like we do. They have it on the outside, the exoskeleton. So we're just showing you guys the differences between different skulls and stuff like that, just so that way you can see how animals are different. And we have signs that say like the different animal, their scientific name, their common name, where they usually live, how long they usually live. And then on the back of each sign, it's double-sided. It also just has some fun facts about these species. So I've honestly learned quite a lot about each of the species just by helping with the signs. So I'm really excited for that to be officially done so that way you guys can explore the bones exhibit and learn a lot about different animals. There is actually like a little bit of an extension of this exhibit in the animal hallway, so it's going to be skulls as well, but they're just a little bit too big to have in with the rest of the bones in the bones exhibit, so they're going to be along the wall, and we're going to make signs kind of similar to the signs that are in the bones exhibit to go on the wall, so that way you can learn about those animals as well. That is also still in the works, so we're almost done with that too. I want to talk about another exhibit that we got actually before this basic exhibits, the battleship exhibit. So this exhibit is so cool. You know, most people know how to play battleship, but have you really ever played it so giant and almost, it, it's not life-size, but they're definitely a lot bigger than your normal battleship games. So it's super fun. It's wheelchair accessible, and there's actually a way for you to talk to the other person through, it's like a doorbell system, but it you're able to say like, this is my spot that I want to hit. And then you can let them know like, did they actually hit your spot or not? Instead of having to like, just talk to them, you're like kind of talking to them through something similar to what you would talk to if you like both were on different ships. So that's pretty cool. We also updated an exhibit. The space exhibits took over the spot by the astronaut where there was a space TV. So we had a TV with some space information being displayed 
every day and so we were able to move that and we moved it close to where the sea turtle conservation station is and we actually are playing an ocean related video now so that video is really cool it goes through from the very top of the ocean all the way down to what we can assume is the bottom of the ocean it shows you the different animals that live in the ocean and what level they would live at and then you know how far down has someone dived where are like different submarines gone how far down have they gone so that is really cool i'm glad we were able to switch it up and add a different little aspect to the ocean area that we have and then i just want to talk about two other exhibits that are still in the works for us so we have a riptide simulator exhibit it's almost ready i think so we're very excited about that it'll actually go near that ocean tv so this was something that we worked with another organization the emerald coast fitness foundation to put together and we had jeff who is someone that has worked on our exhibits he actually built this exhibit so we are so happy about that it's going to simulate how a riptide occurs so that way we can you know show you guys so you can learn more about the ways that you would successfully make it out of a riptide because unfortunately riptides are dangerous and they happen here on the waters quite often and we just want to bring more awareness to it so we're really excited to get that exhibit out soon on the floor and then we also do have another exhibit a new Wentz microscope we will be having soon it's going to be updated and we'll put it alongside the old Wentz microscope that we have in the main gallery room we saw that I think it was when Harley and Diane went to ASTC we saw they had some new and improved Wentz microscopes with some really cool slides that they're able to provide as well. So I think we're just figuring out what we're going to have the Wentz microscope held in because there's not a like base for it just yet. But once we get that figured out, then we're able to get that on the floor as well. So a lot of exhibits you can either purchase as a museum and then you make it your own, which we generally do at the Science Center. We add things. We make sure that everything that we put out on the floor has some science aspect to it, even if that includes just having a sign out there that talks about the science behind the different things. So like the Battleship exhibit, we're going to be adding some signs that uh, talk about the science behind Battleship. And we can always put a spin on things too. I think probably my favorite one that we've done that with is a space astronaut photo op so it's a space astronaut that uh, you can put your head where the astronaut helmet is and like it's a full body so you look like you're an astronaut too and we actually put signs up around there talking about how spacesuits work how they're beneficial and other stuff about being in space as an astronaut so we really tie in those things so you're able to make exhibits your own in some ways. So I think that's all I wanted to talk about for this episode. Just a little bit about how we curate exhibits and some of the new ones we recently got and some that are coming soon. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks. 